my experience as a black man changes from day to day. In a job interview or what people I walk past on the train. I have a description for a male black with a brown jacket, blue jeans. A farm in light years away from the streets, the houses, and the narrow limits of the world he knows. Tommy can't talk about a farm, and so he is labeled. Tommy is inarticulate and incapable of expressing even the simplest idea. treat you and your family, how people treat you when you want to get help. My experiences as a black man really have been outside of myself. The world has a lot of identities for me as a black man. I don't feel traumatized. I don't know what trauma feels like. Or maybe I know what trauma feels like a little too well, so I'm comfortable with it. I don't know. I started using drugs a year after she passed. And honestly, like right now, I can't remember feeling for such a long time. My mom, she was like the safest place on this planet. She's the first memory I have of like what it means to laugh. The first laugh I ever heard was hers. And so I'm sure my, my laugh has those qualities. I wish I could remember her voice. I learned actually from her to survive love. And what I mean by that is, here's this woman that's taking care of me. And I, she loved me, but when she was not in a healthy place, I felt like I was surviving her love. I found out I was positive in 2011. I, I actually, this is gonna sound crazy to say this out loud, but I actually uh, allowed myself to become positive on purpose because I just didn't care anymore. Maybe I felt alone before she died. So when she died, I definitely felt alone. But he knows that he is safe, and he is warm, and his mother loves him. And that's the best kind of a beginning any baby can have. I lost myself. I lost my sense of balance. 
I lost my mind, literally. So much so that I ended up in a psychiatric facility for four days. They said that I was having a crystal meth-induced psychosis, but I also was diagnosed with PTSD from her passing, which I still, to this day, like, I, I question because I thought I had used perhaps too much drugs. I, it had to be anything but my mother passing away. It had to be anything but my sense of loss. I realized that I was in a suicidal state. True or not, I felt abandoned by God. hide what we think might be weaknesses or flaws or where we may be fractured and to be mentally ill often is understood as a weakness that you're less than a man but most of the great men of color in history have had a little something buzzing in their heads which has often made them great in the hospital, there are those psychologically disturbed, there are those who feel unwanted, there are those who feel unnecessary, there are those who feel that the world is against them. Somehow we would want them to know that you made them in your image and likeness. I'm just never enough. I'm too much of everything. That's a noise that's in my head. Everybody experiences some of the same problems, the same issues. Culturally, they are addressed differently or approached differently. So those of us who work in mental health have to be culturally acute that uh, one size doesn't fit all. Everybody has a different approach, a different need. I've never felt hurt. I just learned to shut down. I learned that my feelings in a situation didn't matter. And in places like hospitals, where you should be hurt if you need help, I didn't feel hurt. I was in trouble and I needed to check myself into a rehab. I went to Mount Sinai West and I went to the Addiction Institute four days in a row. They would not take me. I told them I was suicidal. They told me the insurance said that they couldn't take me because they don't detox crystal meth addicts. And so even though I didn't feel like I was going to hurt myself, I was like, look, if I go back out here and use, I'm not coming back. They're like, I'm sorry, it's the insurance. And then finally, mercifully, I got a bed. People treat addicts and people with mental health issues like they're less than human, a lot. Instead of treating them like they're ill people, like society's throwaway. If you couldn't figure out how to classify somebody, just put them all together and let them fend for themselves. It's like survival of the fittest in those places. 
I was hoping that they would keep me for like, for a month. They kept me for two weeks. Clear that I was being let go too early. I really wanted to stay. I actually cried when I left. As I was leaving, a male nurse said to me, making bad choices is what landed you here and that's kind of your fault, so make sure it doesn't happen again. And that's how they sent me off. Constantly trying to figure out who and what I am and where I belong. And that's just been my life experience, especially as a black gay man. Like, there's nowhere to call home. There's no safe place for too long of a period of time. I do things to take care of myself now. Like, I got on a, a program you know, for people who are HIV positive. But I also work at a yoga studio. I have a sponsor who works with me on my recovery. I see a therapist. I practice yoga. I meditate. I pray. Fucking, I spend money to go to fucking workshops like you would not believe. Like, I, yeah, I'm good at being whole alone. <laughs> 